Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The L.A. County Registrar of Voters continues to dump vote results out, and today being another day. We'll give you an update a little later on, but the uh, L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva has conceded. He uh, will no longer be the L.A. County Sheriff. It will be taken over by the former Long Beach Police Chief Robert Luna, who was the choice of the Board of Supervisors, and they have themselves a puppet. And Luna has vowed to clean up all the homeless encampments in the county? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Is that First what thing. Yeah? Just like Karen Bass, together they're going to work on this and right. fix it. No, we're kidding. He's not going to do anything. Never mentioned it that I can remember in the campaign. You will get another keyword, which you can use to uh, respond and possibly win $1,000. This comes up at 420 here on the John and Ken Show. Well, last week we had mentioned a story that got our attention about the feral cat population in the city of L.A. with estimates running between a million to three million. Yeah, homeless feral cats in greater Los Angeles. And uh, this comes out of a documentary feature film called Crazy Cat Lady. We're now going to talk to the director and producer, a veteran filmmaker by the name of Garrett Clancy, about this issue and this shocking number of feral cats and what's being done and not being done with them. Garrett, welcome. How are you? Hey, guys. Uh how you doing? Thanks for having me. So where is this movie running? Uh, right now it's streaming on uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Apple TV, Voodoo, all the streaming channels. Uh, just come off the film festival circuit, although it's still uh, at two film festivals right now. Yeah. Um, um, I, I think the headline that's grabbing everyone's attention is the idea that there are between one and three million homeless cats, feral cats, wild cats running around. The city, right. that seems like uh, almost like a preposterous number. I mean, how do you even estimate something like that? Well, I'm not sure how the uh, uh, the folks uh, that do those estimate, estimations do it, but, but you know, it's, it's more really based on the reality of 
for years now, 12, I think, years, the, the city of L.A. has not supported uh, the spaying and neutering of these cats. Um, and so just by the, the fact that cats reproduce so quickly, these numbers grow exponentially. Why do they not the support spaying and neutering? Uh, because they, uh, uh, some bird groups, including the Audubon Society, sued uh, to have them stop uh, doing this 12 years ago. And, wait, and wait, an, wait. Injunction, an injunction was put into place. Wait, a bird group? Uh, Sued over cat neutering. Yes, um, you know birds eat cats, and and uh, I, I, I know I, I, I don't know why. Well, no, cats eat that. birds. What was the... so that's what that's what I mean. right? Cats eat. Birds. Yeah, you said it backwards. Now so, cats eat birds. So I thought the so, I thought the bird people would be into stopping the cat population. Yeah, they have different uh, ideas about how to do that. Um, you know, in some countries, it's uh, euthanasia of feral cats. Uh, I'm not saying that that's what they advocated, but they didn't advocate the trap new to return because what happens is, you know, a cat gets fixed and then it gets put back into the, the colony that on the streets that it was taken from. Um, but why they thought that after all this time, there'd be fewer cats to, to not eat the birds. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. This is all nuts. Um, it's, it's nuts. But the instruction, the instruction was overturned in the end of 2020. It's just that the city hasn't released any funds City of LA hasn't released funds so that these citizen trappers that um, well, I talked about in the film and that I follow in the film, you know, can, can get vouchers to uh, to take these cats to get to get fixed. With citizen trappers? Citizen trap what do we call them? Citizen trappers. These are folks that are trying to mitigate the, the crisis. They're trying to mitigate the crisis uh, using their own money, their own resources. And, you know, they're trapping cats all the time. Um, and then there's, one main place in East Valley called Fix Nation that will uh, spay and neuter these cats free of charge. But, you know, they're overwhelmed. They well, they do about 100 plus cats a day. And I, it's the line, you know, the line to get in there is months long. I don't think you ever catch up if there's if there's really millions out there. Right. The cats won. You know, yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> which is uh, why the city needs to release some funds and, and train some folks, and you know, there, there's a yeah. Uh, why are they resistant then? Do you know? I don't. The, the city doesn't isn't claiming to be resisting. They just uh, you know, it's it's this bureaucracy, right? They just so, don't do it. Uh, Not a priority. It's, it's right? like everything, yeah. you know. Right. They they just uh, yeah yeah. We we're all in favor of spaying yeah. and neutering cats, but they never get around to it. Right, right. Well, maybe because they're not seeing them in their own neighborhood, like uh, you guys mentioned earlier. But, you know, they're out there. And if uh, all the colonies I've been to during the filming of the movie and, and afterwards, oh. uh, right, I mean, right. they're massive. Right, no, I'm going to say, when you call them colonies, what are you seeing? Tell us what they look like. <laughs> what, is that? what is a massive It's like cat? a commune of cats? Or? <laughs> yeah, sometimes dozens and dozens. Um, and so what the trappers will do is they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll capture all the cats they can. Um, get the kittens to shelters that hopefully will get adopted, get the, you know, the, the moms and dads spayed, neutered, put them back in the colony and then continue to feed them and main, and, and stay in contact with that colony because other cats will sneak in. You know? And is there a particular um, kind of spot where these cat colonies develop? You know, uh, I, I think in, in my experience, I've seen that where folks are feeding them and they know there's a food source, they're going to congregate there, mm -hmm. you know. Would that um, be like in parks or alleyways or somebody's backyard? I've been in, yeah, backyards. I've been in a lot of backyards, a lot of backyards. Huh. Um, and, you know, a lot has to do with folks being afraid of uh, alerting the authorities, thinking that they're going to get in trouble 
if they've got a colony of cats in their yard. And, you know, they might have various immigration statuses that make them, well, you know, concerned about alerting authorities. And so, you know, the, well, the populations keep growing and there, growing. And there, There's this Channel 5 story, and there are so many things that are unintentionally funny in it. Because one line says, in seven years, one female cat and her offspring can produce 370,000 kittens. All right? 370,000 kittens from one female cat and her kids. That's fertile. Yeah. Then later on in the story, it says, L.A. launched the citywide cat program, and they have promised to fix 20,000 cats every year for 30 years. Well, just I doing know. the math yeah. here, I think the... <laughs> <laughs> the cats are really going to win that race. Yeah, if they're yeah, doing twenty thousand a year, right but but reproducing three hundred seventy thousand in seven years. Yeah, yeah, it's it, well, so it's it's nuts, right? I mean, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, so so you know, these people that are doing all this work, sometimes they're referred to as crazy cat ladies. Although we profile two two men in the film as well. Um, it's just a stereotype, and you know, yes, you have that the woman with the curlers in her hair and, and the cats hanging all over her. But but then you have a lot more folks like the folks in the film who are just they care about animals and and they're trying to do mm-hmm. the best they can to uh, you know uh, save them. Oh, there you go. Yeah, send your dog out there. That'll take her. care of the cats. Well, Get that guy out there. Listen to that bark. I, I've got I've got thirteen rescue animals here. You know, you do. Uh, two dogs, wow. three horses, five cats. Horses. Yeah. Yeah, that's good for you. That's, that's gotta, in your home. That's your home. You have to have a big property. That's got to be a tight kitchen. I. <laughs> yeah, I live out in Bell Canyon, Ventura County. So, yeah. Wow. Well, well, Garrett, you know, uh, I'm going to watch this. Uh, yeah, this sounds pretty cool. It's it's uh, Crazy Cat Lady, and it's on Amazon Prime. And what are the Amazon other channels? Prime, iTunes, Apple, Google Apple Play, TV, iTunes. Yeah. Yep, Google Play, Voodoo, Xbox, um, and Voodoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, all right. This is exciting. All right. All right. Well, good luck well, with uh, it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. All right, Thanks that's so Garrett Clancy. Me. He's a director and producer and veteran filmmaker, and the film we're talking about is Crazy Cat Lady Dealing with Los Angeles' Feral Cat Population Explosion. Some estimates say there's one to three million of these feral cats out there, and the city wants to do something but isn't in terms of spaying and neutering these cats. Wow. What do you think, Deborah Mark? I, I thought it was great. Look at his what he's doing. Something you want to get involved with? I would absolutely like to get involved with that. And did you notice that there's no killing of the cats? What they're doing is 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 they're they're protecting well, them. There, and there's they're... three million cats out there. You should take a few in. I'm allergic. You should or go out there with a pair of scissors and do some work. Uh, I Uh-oh. wouldn't want to harm the cats. That's just not in my line of work. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm allergic. I am allergic. I do have a cat allergy. No joke. No joke. Thanks, Mr. Biden. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. I love cats, though. As soon as we return, you'll have a shot at some money. We will have the uh, keyword contest. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. 36,349 votes now separate Karen Ruth Bass and Rick J. Caruso. Oh, it's over. To be the next mayor. I am so pissed off. We have watched uh, Caruso have a thousands of vote lead on election night. It has now turned that negative for him. She now uh, has about 53% of the vote you know, to his 47. Somebody said to me today, it's like, what are people voting for? Are they voting for crime? Are they yes. voting for more homelessness? Is, I yes. mean, is that the agenda they want? They believe that this path is a good one. Wow. That's just crazy. I got to look and see how uh, Tracy Park. 
Tracy is, Park has continued to hold her lead. It is under 6,000 votes, but she's at 53.5%. That's good. To Aaron Darlin's 46.5%. Uh, you know, I did I did a calculation. Um, I just looked at different news articles on how many votes would be left and tried to figure out how many votes are left in that district. Really, really rough. I think she's going to hold on. Because well, he, he, he would have to get over 60% of the remaining vote, and it looks like that hasn't happened anywhere yet. And as we mentioned, the L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva has conceded it's about 60-40 in that race. Robert Luna oh, that's crazy too. will now be the next L.A. County Sheriff. Wow. We'll have more on that in the 5 o'clock hour. Wow. Uh, I know you like to look at this. The El Segundo Times has the map. How did your neighborhood vote in the mayor's race? It's a map of 114 neighborhoods within the city of Los Angeles. The purple color, and I guess it's shades of purple, the darker the purple the more the Bass vote, the darker the green, the more the Rick Caruso vote. All and right. it's a bit fascinating to look at. Are you looking at it yet? Yes, he's got the west side <laughs> and much of the valley. That's right. And then, But she took the whole center, L.A., south, and the east side of L.A. And but that's where all the crime and homelessness is. South of Santa Monica, which I guess brings us down to the San Pedro area. Is that where that is? Uh, San Pedro, yeah, is that that... Is, is at the bottom next to Long Beach. Right, that uh, that's, purple blotch where that, she took like one precinct. I'm looking at she took 71% of the vote. Yeah, but everything else everything else is green down there. Uh, oh, my God, yeah. It, it's, it's all purple in these densely populated East L.A. and South L.A. districts. But I thought that they vote less. They would be uh, there'd be less voters. Ballot I'm looking at one Harp, precinct. <laughs> one precinct here has four votes. No, no, you're... you're <laughs> You're looking at the, you're looking at the most fertile soil to harvest ballots. Yeah, yeah. That that's like uh, the Central Valley to grow uh, olives. Is that, you know what I'd like to know? All these late mail-in votes, and again, yesterday was the cutoff. Uh, they give seven days for your vote to arrive at the registrar's office. I'd like to know, you know, which of these precincts did they come from, these voting precincts? You know, and he campaigned in those districts in South and East L.A. like crazy. He made far fewer appearances on the West Side. West Side. But he went because they knew. They knew where the Karen Bass votes would come from. And, boy, he gave it a great shot, and it, it, it didn't do him any good. No, they thought that he was making a dent with Latino voters. Yeah. He ran a lot of ads on Spanish-language television. And... uh not really right. seeing the results. I mean, there's a couple of green spots out there, but uh, it's mostly because purple the, in that part of the city. Because they ran, even the LA Times ran stories saying that he was making inroads with a lot of Latinos on the campaign stops. Now, uh, there's a lot of black voters who would vote for Karen Bass, but that, that's not a big percentage of the vote because blacks are not that big a percentage of Los Angeles. They are not anymore, no. No, I think they're only, no. what, 8%, something it's like something that? something like that, or the yeah. county, but at least the city. Yeah, it's I don't 50% know. Hispanic, but the Hispanic turnout is usually really low. Right. The, the, the whites, the white areas went for Caruso, and generally they have a very high turnout. Boy, when you look at this map, the, the, the area you always forget, two of them, obviously, is the valley. It's part of the city of L.A., and people don't always think of it as that way. And then just the, the northern part of the valley, just north of the city, mm. way up there, it's like I forget that's part of the city, too. Oh, the city. I mean, you're, you're always heading up towards Burbank. But the city's not. ridiculous. It's it's something like 465 square miles. Yeah, it looks tremendous on this map. Which is why it doesn't work. 
you know, we really should be broken up into dozens of smaller towns. Yes. I, I mean, where I grew up, Bergen County had, I forget, like 60, 70 separate towns. And I, I was in a town of 15,000 people, and it was very manageable. Everybody had their own police department. They had their own town council. Uh, and and there was, I think the largest city in Bergen County where I was was 43,000 people. Now, you add it all together, and I think it was like maybe 900,000 in the county, if I remember right. It was a substantial amount of people that lived in the, ca- in the county, but it was broken up 60, 70 different ways. But they broke it up here by... L.A. is 48% Latino, 8% black. There's your answer. 12% Asian, 28% white. And uh, obviously, a black majority voted heavily for Bass. Majority Latino neighborhoods split the vote between the two candidates and the wealthier neighborhoods heavily favored Caruso. John's West Side people did vote for Caruso. Yeah, I saw a lot more Caruso lawn signs than Bass. Right. Uh, 53% of L.A. households make above 60000 That's not much when you think about it. 47% make below 60K. And and the the poor people, the poor neighborhoods have huge homeless camps, right? Problems, right. And they have more criminal problems. And they have now just hired somebody who's going to do nothing. She, She has no executive skills. She has no executive decision-making skills. And, and she's I thought so- she can bring people together. She's bipartisan. We don't, we, don't, we don't need people to be brought together. What we need is somebody to execute properly, to make the machine run. That's what we need. We need somebody to say yes and no and have certain priorities and stick to a path to achieve those goals. I don't want to hear about this, oh, bring us all together crap. I don't want to be brought all together. I want the homeless and the criminals off the streets. That's what I want. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM Bring 640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Nobody's coming over to my house to visit anyway. You don't have to. Do you know we are going to be giving away four packs of tickets to Disneyland? Magic. When? Is, well, um, You um, keep saying that. Uh, well, uh, now through well, this week. I don't know <laughs> if we're giving it away, but somewhere on KFI <laughs> oh, it's happening. I okay, I, I misinterpreted I don't know. That. Um, magic means the holidays at Disneyland Resort. KFI wants to send you to experience the festive joy you've been dreaming about. Magic means Sleeping Beauty's Winter Castle covered in festive lights. Wait, there's more festival. Uh, the Disney Festival of Holidays and Disney Viva Navidad Street Party. Magic is the holidays now through January 8th. Both tickets and park reservations required. Visit Disneyland.com for important details. Got a little gas. Offering subject to capacity restrictions and change without notice. Keep listening here on KFI for your chance to win. Uh, can you read any faster? I, uh... All right. We will be talking to Steve Gregory, who was uh, listening in as Sheriff Alex Villanueva said goodbye. He has conceded in the race for L.A. County Sheriff. That'll come up. Dark days. After the news at 5 o'clock. Dark days. Also, a sad update to report. Back on Halloween, October 31st, there were four contract workers at LAX who were working in a utility room. And apparently there was an unexpected release of carbon dioxide from a fire suppression system. And that is very dangerous because that's basically just supposed to suck the fire away very mm. quickly. But you uh, can't the, breathe that in. One of the workers uh, has died. Oh, it's terrible. Chris it's, Abraham was the one that had to be hospitalized. The others were treated, and uh, they put him in a medically induced coma. 
but he died uh, Friday. Well, you suck November in November 11th. Carbon, di- carbon dioxide, it suffocates you. Yes. And apparently whatever damage it did internally to him, uh, he was unable to recover. Oh, that's terrible. So he was found unresponsive. And uh, <clears throat> they carried him across the room up a short flight of stairs to a safer oxygen environment. And they did confirm he was pulseless and non-breathing at the time. So somehow they set off this fire alarm. But they were able to return his pulse and spontaneous breathing in the ambulance, and then they put him in a medically induced coma, but he did not. Somehow it got released, and that's going to obviously be a major investigation, which could also lead perhaps to a lawsuit. I mean, these were contract workers working in this utility room, and uh, whether or not they did it by accident yeah, or something what were they else doing? happened, they we were, do they were not doing know. something, uh, what was it called? Yeah, I forget what they were working on, right? Yeah, some, some like, like uh, soldering. So, something, that's right, they something, were. Uh, branding, no, uh, brazing. That's what they were doing. Brazing. brazing. Well, very good. That was yes. the term. Well, look at you. Sometimes you recall things and sometimes you don't. No, uh, I have my Biden moments. Well, guess who appeared yesterday at a public event? I can't remember the last time. Eric Garcetti. Who's that? Yeah, exactly. He's out of office in an, under a month now. He announced that the Circle program was being expanded. What is the Circle program? Well, this is this idea that if people call 911, especially to complain about the homeless, you don't send the cops with guns. You send these outreach workers. This is an interesting experiment. They initially launched it in January in Hollywood and Venice. And uh, Circle diverts nonviolent 911 calls related to homelessness to trained and unarmed professionals. So, yeah, if somebody calls and said there's a homeless guy with a knife, they're not sending these people. Except poli- poli- you yeah. don't know if he's got a knife on him. See, this program will last until the first outreach worker gets stabbed to death. I think so, too. That didn't happen so far this year in this experimental program. And Venice and are, Hollywood are places with a lot of homeless. Shouldn't they carry pepper spray at least? They will now operate in downtown L.A., Lincoln Heights, South L.A., and the Northeast Valley. Well, I wouldn't do that uh, job unless I had pepper spray. But wouldn't these be the same people that do quote the outreach anyway? These people with the little vest that stand there and I wouldn't it just be this? That's but crazy. now with a 911 call, yeah, you could be dealing with something far more serious well, than just a homeless guy you come across. Listen to this Garcetti quote. This is classic. <laughs> The expansion of this program will ensure that our unhoused neighbors are met with compassion and care they deserve and is another step toward our ultimate goal, ending homelessness in Los Angeles. Wow, that is a load of steaming horse manure, isn't it? Proactive teams are deployed in areas of high need within each circle area for eight hours a day. By the way, circle is the acronym they use. You know what that stands for? Community-led engagement. Is that no? That doesn't spell out circle. Oh no, it's crisis. Oh, it's crisis and incident response through community-led engagement. You're right. That's the full C I R C L E. That's really labored, isn't it? Uh, he's just like Newsom. They they love task forces and acronyms and, <laughs> and just fancy, catchy names for things. Crisis. The teams proactively de-escalate situations and provide sustained outreach. Connection to resources and engage I like this. Engage in light sanitation services. Oh, does that mean they clean up the poop? Light or, sanitation? That's what it says. Light sanitation Just light, services. Light poop loads. Yeah, I would imagine that would be much <laughs> like a needle on the ground. I <laughs> Well, they got themselves eight million dollars to expand in the new budget. You know something? This is the press release 
that we're reading from? From oh, the- I'm reading from Channel Two story. Oh no, I, I get I got LAMayor.org here. Yeah, and so at the end, at the end, they do the do the rah rah paragraph. Since taking office, Mayor Garcetti has acted with unprecedented urgency to confront the homelessness and housing crisis. From expanding the homelessness budget to over 20 times what it was eight years ago. Same old garbage. Look how much money we spent. We spent 20 times as much as we used to, and it was a failure. Everything got worse. Everything got worse. (coughs) Wait, wait, Wait a second. $370 $370 million for more than 2,600 total housing units? Oh, I don't want to do the math on that. I think I will. That seems like a bad number. $370 million for 2,600 total housing units. Let's see. Run that one through. $370 million? Yeah, divided by 2,600. Uh, let's see. If I got, all right, divided by 2,600. Just off the top of my head, it seems like. A, it's 142000 each. Oh, I don't believe that. What are they building for one hundred forty-two thousand? <laughs> oh, it's not one of those little tiny homes. Oh boy! All right, that that is some that's like BS accounting there. And <laughs> what are they building for hundred? If it's one hundred forty-two thousand, they should have solved the whole problem by now. Uh, yeah, I'm not so sure that's all the money either. Because remember but, this this proposition money. Oh, was just it, part of it. It's just part of the funding for these housing units. That's right. That right. Is, so. so Right, so these must be the seven hundred thousand dollar housing units. They could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, uh, we got more coming up. We've just been told that we will have a conversation with L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva, who officially conceded the race today to his opponent Robert Luna. We will talk to him. Unfortunately, he's not going to be the sheriff soon. After the news at 5. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. There's a wild video on the Daily Mail. Did you see this? What happened to San Francisco? Yeah, the uh, wedding photographer who got mugged. Uh, wrestled to the ground, pistol whipped in front of the bride and groom in daylight. This uh, young Asian couple were uh, getting their pictures taken, and two uh, thugs show up in hoodies, and they just beat the poo out of the uh, photographer. And they're whacking him in the face with a pistol. It's like, what the hell? They want his equipment, I guess. Yeah. They tried to grab his camera and the gear from his bag. That's and, happened. Uh, Remember, like, news reporters, news crews are out there. They've yeah. gotten mugged, too, for their cameras. I guess there's something you can do in it, reselling it, that. It was the second attack on wedding photographers that day at the Palace of Fine Arts. That's a nice place. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Well, I guess people like getting married there. and uh, Yeah, it's beautiful grounds. Wow. Yeah. Good pictures. Nice. Oh, well. uh, what a great city, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, coming up poor, after. Poor couple. I feel so sad for, for, for the bride. It's like, God, your wedding day, your photographer gets. Because you you live in an insane city. Uh, we want to hear from you through the voice line. Leave a message through the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon with the John and Ken page there. or John Ken, part of the app. Or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. He will now be the outgoing sheriff of L.A. County. Alex Villanueva has conceded the race to Robert Luna, the former police chief of Long Beach. And he will join us to talk about this at 5.05. Now, remember last hour, we told you about uh, a possible breakthrough when it comes to weight loss. Drugs that reduce your cravings tell your brain that you are full. Make food taste bad. 
you may reject some of your favorites as just not being pleasurable anymore. Seems like uh, that's a win-lose there. <laughs> yeah, what kind, of, what kind of life is that? I think if I was really obese, though, I'd go for it. Really obese? T- yeah. Yes. But if right. it's For like- people who are just like 10 pounds overweight, that's probably that's not really going to be worth it because, you know, if you really enjoy the steak or the Chick-fil-A. Or, they, well, because you get off the drugs, you'll be out of your mind and gorge. The 10 they always said right that. Back. They always said if they come through with drugs, it really is going to be for people that are in that morbidly obese category. But you can see, because in the story we did, the people playing around with it, there are women that consider themselves overweight and, you know, what that Yeah, well, like. everybody wants fat-burning drugs, but you end up having to take amphetamines, right? Oh, yeah. That speed up your system and make you crazy. <laughs> uh, well, now, from another science development, which could be a bit of a game-changer, apparently researchers at the University of Houston may have developed a vaccine for fentanyl. It blocks the ability of fentanyl to enter the brain. So I guess if you're going to probably go and get a, you know, order through social media, like a pain reliever pill that you think is, and and you're worried it could be laced with fentanyl. Well, if you get the vaccine, hopefully if this pans out, it could block the effects of fentanyl. The findings were published in the journal Pharmaceutics. And uh, fentanyl, of course, is 50 times stronger than heroin, 100 times stronger than morphine. A dose of only two milligrams, which is a couple of grains of rice, could possibly kill you. The study's lead author said the vaccine is able to generate anti-fentanyl antibodies that bind to the consumed fentanyl and prevent it from entering the brain, allowing it to be eliminated out of the bodies through the kidney. That is fantastic. Everybody's going to have to get their... Kids injected. I would think there would be a lot of interested parents who believe their kids might experiment with yeah. the popular drugs that maybe they want them to get the fentanyl vaccine whenever this becomes a reality. I mean, um, the individual will not feel the euphoric effects and can get back on the wagon to sobriety. Anti-fentanyl antibodies were specific to that, and a fentanyl derivative did not cross-react with other opioids like morphine. This means that a person vaccinated for fentanyl could still be treated with other opioids. So if you were getting a painkiller that's laced with fentanyl, the opioids would still work to relieve your pain. Well, they only give you fentanyl if you're in an extreme situation. Yeah, to me, this is for people that don't know. I think they did that in hospitals for... Like OxyContin that gets laced with yeah. fentanyl and... Yeah, right. the, yeah, this was the... Yeah, because this is more powerful than OxyContin. Right. Uh, 80% of those dependent on opioids suffer a relapse, according to research. So far, clinical studies did not cause any adverse side effects. Oh, it was rats they tested. <laughs> Immunized <laughs> rats. Poor rats. They're always going down for the cause. Yeah. Uh, uh, so no, so no bad side effects yet. I don't have any idea when clinical well, trials will soon begin. If we're going to save children in humans, I should say it's worth killing the rats. Right, Deborah? What? It's worth killing the rats? Yeah, yeah, they're doing to save children from fentanyl overdoses. Yes, yes, oh. but again, but wait, wow, but, but again, I would have predicted. I'm going to say something else. Though. Rats over kids? No. No, rats are not up on my, uh, they're not at the top of my hierarchy, but I, I'm assuming that there is a way one day where we won't have to experiment on animals. Mm. 
Right. Yeah, they always like said that. that they can use computer simulations. Right, exactly. But, so yeah. I'd rather them not, but uh, yeah. Rats, you don't care much about. No, I do. They're just not my favorite. They're not at the <laughs> top. Do. They're not like dogs. Oh, stop. If you had a rat in your kitchen, you'd get out a gun and blow it. No, I off. wouldn't. I'd scoot it out <laughs> <laughs> with a broom very gently so I didn't kill it. <laughs> All right. Uh, L.A. County Sheriff Alex Vitoeva has conceded the race to uh, the former Long Beach Police Chief Robert Luna. We'll talk to Sheriff Villanueva next. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark Live, the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.